Dave! Oh, yeah, well, sorry. Sorry, a bit tired. Oh, have you just tired. woken up from an incredibly good night's sleep on a natural mat mattress? Uh, I haven't. I've been doing this blinking podcast with you, but that's exactly the sort of thing I should like to have just been woken up off of, because natural mat oh, are an organic mattress and bed brand based in Devon. It's been going for over 20 years now with sustainability at the heart of the business and they've done things like won the Queen's Award for Sustainable Development a couple of years ago. Oh, Superb. How about that? Superb, yeah. Uh, so they say the majority of the raw materials they use come from natural, renewable sources and they use organic, certified organic lamb's wool which is sourced directly from farmers in the southwest of the UK. So how about that in your mattress? One of the things they're doing is a mattress for life initiative. You will like this, Ol. It is a circular mattress service. Hang on, that's what Peter Stringfellow... No, silly, not circular in that way. It's like you buy a mattress from Natural Mat, and when you're done with it, when it's reached the end of its springiness, I'm sure we all know what that means, (laughs) um, you can get them to take it away, and if they can repair it, they'll repair it. If not, they'll give you a new one and recycle the old one. So that's pretty cool. Now, if you want to buy one of these lovely Natural Mat mattresses, or indeed beds, toppers or bedding uh, you can get 15% off by virtue of being a Babbel listener. Go to naturalmat.co.uk and enter the code BABBLE15 at checkout, B-A-B-B-L-E 1-5 and you'll get your 15% off. This also applies in store uh, and you can go to their showrooms either in Topsham in Devon uh, or in Chiswick in West London and you get the same 15% off. to Sustainable 248. Welcome yourself all to Sustainable 248, my incredibly alive chum. How the devil are you? I am hugely alive. I am very much not six feet under. I'm about six feet above, I suppose. Slightly under six feet, if we're honest. Yes, Um, yes, correct. A fair few inches under six feet, I think. Um, You may be the hairy one, but you're not the tall one. Right, (laughs) we are Sustainable. We are your friendly little weekly environment podcast all about people and the planet and why, despite everything, pushing up the daisies, we can still have a chuckle about it every now and then. Yes? Yes. And what are we going to be having a little poke under the soil about today of? We're going to be having a little poke about death. The great taboo, the thing that that must not be spoken about, which is why we've not spoken about it for 248 episodes. But now we're speaking about it. Mm -hmm. Now, Dave, we're Mm -hmm. speaking about it. Because death is not just death. It's like wrap yourself in lead and be driven around in a great big hearse and stuff. And all those things are deathy and greeny. Not greeny, (laughs) the opposite. (laughs) This is the problem. Right. Look, look, I'm going to let you into a secret yes. here. I think like, let, we better just fess up on this. We better do yes. this early doors. Dave early doors. said, mm. "Hey, and I might regret saying this. How about you don't prep this week's episode because it's mainly going to be funerals quiz. We're talking about funerals." And I said, "Brilliant." And did absolutely nothing more to prepare or even think about this episode. So, yes. the, the honest answer to your question: What are we going to be talking about this week? Is I don't really know. No. Um, 
but I think it's going to be a bit deathy. Yes, we're going to be talking about funerals um, and what happens to you when you die. Not in the Jesus sense, but in the corporeal sense. Just like Tony Blair, the babble does not do God and probably for good reason. No, we're talking about funerals. What happens to your body when you die? Is it bad for the environment? Can you make more or less green choices? Is there babble out there? And what is dying bad is, for the environment? Yes, and what is the greenest way to pop your clogs? That's what we're going to be talking about. Now, look disclaimer before we go any further fairly obviously you will have picked up from what we have talked about thus far this is going to be an episode about death sort of definitely like if you are not in the mood for whatever reason for a jocular chat about death (laughs) firstly sorry and go and listen to something else and we don't mind if you are that's what we're going to be talking about so so don't come at us don't if you carry on listening yes. and take offence to the death stuff. Is that what yes. you're saying? That's basically right. what I'm saying. Not take offence, it might upset you. Just if you're not in the mood for this sort of chat, go listen to something else. Okay, yes, fair enough. Um, but that's a kind of... Well, I hope we get into that because it is a funny thing, isn't it? Like that death is a normal part of life. For now, until the scientists fix death, which you always tell me they're they're cured. Well, go back and listen to episode 23B with Dr. Carl, where he told us that scientists are trying to cure death. He said Arabella would be one of the first humans to live to be a thousand. No, he didn't specify her. He said her generation, and I want to be very clear about that. Good. Just the usual disclaimer, we do work for environmental charities, don't we all? Yes. But these are very much our own views, so if anything that we say makes you stiff as a board, take it up with me and all, but not with anyone for whom we work, yes? And we are a listener-funded podcast, so if you like what you hear, please consider chucking in the price of a pint every month to help Holland Dave with the running costs for this babble to keep it on the road. You can do that by joining our small but loyal army of Patreon supporters at wobblywobblywobbly.patreon.com slash sustainable. I'm very, very grateful we are to them and to you because you're about to do it for doing it. Yes? Good. Yes. Crikey Moses, I did not know that. Right, crikey Moses. Now, this is a section where something really surprises us. And I am I am almost by definition going to be really surprised because I don't know what's coming. Um, what's coming, Dave? Well, we're going to be talking, crikey Moses, I did not know about funerals. And you don't know what's coming because you're going to get funerals quiz, which is going to be the bulk of this episode. And in funerals quiz, we're going to talk all about the different ways in which you can get funeralized, right? But first, I wanted to just say how come we ended up talking about funerals at all. Now, we got an email from a company trying to get us to plug their company. This is what happens when you are sustainable. You get emails from companies going, hello, Ol and Dave, insert name here. I like you and I listen to every episode. Would you like our chief executive to come onto your company and plug the Well, usually it's. Stuff. It's it's hello, no mention of name. I really love your show and your work on your show. <laughs> no mention of that show. Sometimes Would you like our chief executive to come yeah. on? <laughs> so, to which the answer is no, no, we don't want your chief executive to come on. And, and we told them that. But shout out to them. It's from an American company called Earth, which you have to say is a pretty bloody good name for a company that turns <laughs> you into soil when you die. Are they a massive worm? Pretty much. Pretty much. They wormify you when you die, right? It sounds pretty bloody amazing, if I'm honest. It only takes 30 days to turn an ol into soil. 
And to be fair, you're about 50% soil to start with, so maybe 50. Yeah, you just put an S at the front and then an I and the L at the end, ah, and they, they, it's done. Good. That was much less than 30 days. Very about good. 30 seconds. All. Yeah, and you, you basically effectively compost all. You put all into a metal bucket. Basically, this is what you do with some some compost. Like dead sailors who died at sea. I'm not sure if it's true, but there's certainly the urban legend, or not urban, marine legend, that uh, they would sort of bend sailors in two and put them in a sherry barrel. Uh, to stop them from rotting. Wasn't that essentially what was going on? Well, except in this case, you specifically want them to rot. You so want it's to the, the opposite of that then? Pretty much, yeah. And <laughs> it's in there. I don't know. There is some stuff on there, but it's in there with like special sort of microbes and things. And then once all has been turned into soil, you get sent some of all back in the post, which you can grow and oh. your petunias in. And then the rest of all is used to restore and conserve land, like reforestation, right? So they'll, they will like plant... Do you mean judge, like a sort of fertiliser, like compost? Yeah, they'll plant... They'll plant wildflowers and trees and stuff in you, right? Um, and I just think it sounds bloody amazing. Like I haven't, I, I'm That's not really a really nice. That's really nice. It's really nice. It's bloody amazing. They're called Earth. You can only do this in America. I think if you go to www.earthfuneral.com, they wanted us to plug their product, which I've just done, but that's it. That's all the plug-in you're, you're getting. Um, but I Hang just, on a minute. Did they pay us? No. They didn't. You, and, oh. No, no, but this is, this is, this is all right. This is this all right. Is why, this is why we're not the massive corporate megalith that we could be. It's because we, we, we plug people for free. Coffee's for closers only. No, but we're sort of, they sort of pay us because they give us content. It's a really, really, it, it prompted the whole of this episode. Right? Oh, so fair enough. Thank okay. you for the email. Okay. Um, this is what I want. I want this, right? I'm going to ask you when we're finished with this episode what you want, but I want this. I want to be turned into soil and I want a babble tree planted in me, which is an actual type of tree, in your front room. That's what I want to happen. In my um, front room, specifically my front room. Yes, I want you to carve out some of the tiles and cement in the middle of your front room, put Dave in it, and then plant a babble tree, which is an actual type of tree, in there. Um, I'm a bit, it's a bit dark, that front room, and I'm a bit worried it'll wither and die, which would be a tad ironic. Can I, can I just put it in the garden where it might live? You'd ignore me if I was in the garden. I wish to be centrepiece. No, I wouldn't. I spend all my time in the garden. I'm in my garden now. I'm in my babble shed looking out onto my garden. I just right. I just planted an apple tree uh, a couple of days ago, uh, which was a birthday present and I feel all lovely about it. So I will put a Dave babble tree. Uh, oh, look, there's a great tip. See, this is nice. I've moved the desk and I'm now looking out into the garden and it's summertime, so it's not dark. So I can see there's, a, there's tits on my balls, Dave. There are tits <laughs> on my balls as we speak. Um, big fat balls, suet balls Stop in, it. A, in a bird feeder and a great tit nibbling away. You dirty old man. So apparently cremating someone releases 400 kilograms of CO2 per stiff, right? And 400 <laughs> kilograms of CO2 is equivalent. I can of- see why you told people to... Not listen to this episode. <laughs> yes, that's equivalent uh, of flying from London to Rome one way. So that's the emissions that are released, it says here, from cremating someone. And if you've got in your teeth mercury fillings, 
which a lot of people do. I don't. Um, then all of that stuff, yeah, but obviously a lot of people do, and all of that stuff gets uh, turned into like mercury in the atmosphere. 16% or 16% of the UK's entire emissions of mercury every year comes out of the cremation of people with mercury fillings. It says here, and how That's the hell crazy. and why somebody worked that out, I don't know. There's some poor civil servant whose job is counting mercury emissions, and he's like woken up in the middle of the night going, I've, I've got it, I know where that's sixteen. 16% is coming from Maureen. It's coming from burning people's teeth. Is that... Do we really stick mercury in people's teeth? We used to, didn't we? I don't know. I, I imagine it's no longer the done thing, but obviously a lot of people are around for whom it was a done thing. Yeah. 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 capish. Coffins are made of MDF, which has got all, like, toxic glue and stuff in, so that will all leach into the soil over time, apparently. That's a, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry. P- quick point of order. Yes. And this might come up in uh, funerals quiz, but... Uh, when you get cremated, presumably you get cremated in something, don't that's you? That's true, actually. Yeah, in a coffin, eh? Yeah, so, yeah, so don't, don't burn use, the like, MDF. They usually yeah, go it's... into the that's, burny that's bit, or at least go in behind the curtainy bit. I've been to a few cremations, and they're definitely in coffins when they that's true. go behind the curtain. But I wonder whether undertakers or whoever then take them out of the coffin and... What, sell the coffin to the next bloke? Possibly. Well, Possibly. Yeah. without yeah. being too crass about it... Uh, does seem a bit of a waste. Why? Why do you need to burn the coffin? Mm. Like, don't know mm. that. Uh, if you're an undertaker, please get in touch and tell us all the things we've got wrong about I that. Hope, I, do you know what? I really, really hope we've got an undertaker or two listening to the babble. I mean, I don't know how many undertakers there are in the UK or anywhere else, but there's no reason why they'd be any less sustainable minded than anyone else. But I just like the idea of undertakers listening to the babble. And The Undertaker. If The Undertaker is listening to the babble, that would genuinely make my life. Also, of course, all expensive business. Uh, it costs you about £5,000 to bury someone now and £1,000 to cremate them. So, you know, the idea of looking for alternative things to do is not a bad idea. Um, yeah expensive business and that's just for your fairly standard kind of mdf coffin type effort obviously if you get him buried in mahogany or something more expensive oh not much space you see not much space for putting people in the ground premium on that should i be getting on my high horse about big funeral is there like an industry uh, of funeral nonsense that well, you might I be, be about to upset about? the undertaker if you do oh yeah shit <laughs> but i mean that seems like that seems like a lot of money I mean, presumably, if people have got their things in order, you know, let's let's say it's a not unexpected death, and um, somebody has has got some resources before they die, then maybe people account for the costs of these things, uh, so it's not borne by the families too much. I don't know, but that is a lot of money. I'm just the more I speak in general, but specifically about this topic, the more I realise I know very little about what happens when somebody dies. Right, well, speaking of things you don't know much about, Mm. should we do funerals quiz? I think we ought to, yeah. Now, there is only one question in this week's funerals quiz. Um, It is, however... A very big question. <laughs> is it one? Is it like one of the questions that both of us are occasionally prone to ask our interviewees? No, it's a short question. A seventeen-part 
<laughs> 36 claws. Well, it's, it's actually the opposite. It's actually the opposite, because normally we ask them a 32-part question and they respond with a two-word answer. This is going to be the other way around. Short question, long answer, right? The question okay. is, name me as many legal ways to dispose of a dead body as you can in the UK or USA. Uh, and I put the USA in there, frankly, so that we can have more examples, because the USA, it turns out, is a lot laxer about this stuff <laughs> than the UK is. God cause, bless cause regulation. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so that's, that's it. And funeral, the entirety of funerals quiz, um, I'm not telling you how many there are. I'll tell you if by some miracle you get them all. But I just want you to tell me all the different ways you can think of to dispose of a dead body legally in the UK or USA. And disclaimer, I may not have got them all, right? I have an extensive document here. Okay. So it's possible you'll say something I don't know if it is or not. But, yeah, go. Okay. Um, Burying somebody. Correct. The obvious choice. The obvious choice. Yes. Um, Give me... uh, So burying someone in... Put them in a casket or something like that? In a casket or... I've certainly heard of like greener versions, which are like wicker sort of, essentially wicker caskets, I suppose, but like just, yeah, just wicker. None of the other stuff that goes with it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. There are um, increasing numbers of green funeral companies. There's literally a a funeral company called the Green Funeral Company that will not only put you into a biodegradable casket, no MDF, without any kind of horrible embalming fluids. So basically just put you in a nice box and not just that but they don't put you in a sort of under a lawn they put you into a woodland or something like that like specially yes, designated I've, woodland. yeah i've so heard you, about that yeah. yeah 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 um so that that's a that's a thing you can do which sounds so hang nice. on a minute but that yeah so they must be designated woodlands is that what you just said They're, like you yes yeah, so they don't you just put you in epping forest you can't just go that's a nice field <laughs> I like that tree. And then some poor sod comes along to have a, well, have a campfire and it's like, well, it smokes a bit. Oh. Chewy. No, <laughs> no. Well, although it is not strictly speaking illegal to get buried wherever you want in the UK. Really? Yeah. If, if you give me permission and we both get permission from the water company and the relevant local authorities, you could bury me in your garden. If you want. Really? You can bury me in the middle of Penge High Street is probably all right if you leave some money for the roadworks and stuff in your will. As long as, like, mostly I think I think the main thing is a kind of water and contamination type issue. Yeah. And, like, but it is, you. there is no Do you know what the name specific, of my road is? Uh, Dead Old Road. No, but it, it's, it gives an indication of how close it is to a river. Oh, right. Yes. Um, yes. I'm not sure... I'm not sure I can bury you here. <laughs> There's gonna be I'm a vegan. There's gonna be very little of me to seep away when I'm don't worry about it. <laughs> if you gain weight from too much chow, I will never call you a cow. I respect you and cows. Don't use cow as an insult. If you eat every Give me other other one other notable place you can be quote buried. Quote buried? Yeah, so, not, uh, uh, arguably not being buried, but it's, it's called a type of burial. Um, oh, at sea? Correct. Like on a, you know, on a pyre? Because that's the, the classic, like... Um... Oh, well, that's a different thing. That's a different thing. What you're talking about there is cremation, which is a different thing. So burial oh, at no, sea. Sorry, yes, so, yes. yes. Yeah, burial, no, burial at sea, at sea is, is just lobbed over the side with a heavy weight, yeah? Pretty much, yes, which, which is a thing you can do. Again, you kind of have to get permission for it or else that's bad, but you, but you can... That is a way to get rid of her. That seems less bad. I mean, the ocean's the ocean's big, and like a 
presumably a, some sort of ugly fish will turn up and have a nibble. And that yeah. seems fair enough. Um, <laughs> payback, frankly. We spend all of our, <laughs> our living moments nibbling the ugly fish. It's about time the ugly fish had a go on us. Uh, okay, yeah. And then, well, that's, yes, I wasn't thinking of that. But then what I said was funeral pyres, which I suppose is, yes, sorry, that's burning. But when I think of like, sacred rivers like the Ganges and stuff one of the things that very much happens there is people are put on pyres and burnt on the river does that count well okay funerals quiz we will come to this okay okay give me another type of way of legally getting rid of a dead body in the UK USA oh cremation yeah very good (laughs) yes cremation now as discussed, all uh, there are probably, although it turns out we are not experts in this, more or less green ways to actually get burnt, as in the thing you are in. It stands to reason they put you in something, I think, and don't just chuck you straight into the fire. But if you know, whatever. But then, w- when you've actually been burned, you're, the, the ashes you're put into can be. Oh, your thing's fallen down. Yep, carry on. The, ga- ga- gaffer tape that's been threatening to give out for the last. 200 episodes of Babel has finally given out, hasn't it? It's more complicated than that, but I'll, I'll spare you the details. Yeah. Uh, yes, please do. Um, so, yes, that is a thing. We've already talked about the environmental impacts thereof. I'm going to give you a list of things. I've got a question. Yes. Do they burn you with anything else? Do they put anything else in there to help you burn? I don't know the answer to that. It's a good I question. bet they do. What, like accelerants? It- yeah, because if well, you I think the fire's it, already going, isn't it? Yeah, but it, I bet that's not a very efficient way to burn. Like, imagine what the energy that's required to burn a human body. We're bags of water. They must, they mm. must put other stuff in there. Such a really good question. Thank Don't know you. the answer to that. We need our undertaker. We need our friendly babble undertaker to come and tell us about this. If you know an undertaker, uh, please encourage them to listen to the podcast, but also answer that specific question. What do they put in with bodies when they burn them? An act of imagination. A bit morbid, isn't he? So I'm going to give you a list of things um, which uh, may or may not be things that people, there are companies in America that turn your ashes into, right? And I want to tell you, don't want you to tell me whether or not these are things, firstly, that you can do, and if you could do them, you would want to do. Okay. So So is this a sort of true or false thing? Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll say a thing you can do with ashes, and you tell me whether or not it's a thing you can do in the USA, right? Okay. Right. Uh, make a diamond out of someone. Ooh. Um, uh, well, there's lots of carbon in us, I think. So maybe, uh, I don't really know science, as you may have picked up by now. Yeah, uh, yeah. I reckon you could probably squish the ashes in some clever way to kind of under lots of pressure to make a diamond, maybe? Yeah, that is a thing you could do. Yeah, people um, people can pay an awful lot of money to have their loved ones turned into a diamond. That is a thing that happens. There's companies that do that. Um, what so a- I could wear you on my ring? You could, yes. Or if you like, you could, or could you not, have a tattoo made out of me. What, so use the ashes as the ink? Mm, is that a thing uh, that companies do? I would say yes to that as well. I, I think you can tattoo with all sorts of things that function as ink. And yeah, I'd imagine ash is as good as anything else. 
Correct. You could, if you want, you could have Dead Dave tattooed onto your arm or somewhere else. I would make a point of spelling whatever I tattooed incorrectly, <laughs> just to annoy you. It would annoy me. I'll come back and haunt you for that. <laughs> could you become part of a reef? Um, for fishies? Oh, not like a reefer. No, nope. for fishies. <laughs> I was wondering whether smoking Dead Dave was a particularly good idea. Uh, a reef for fishies? What? What do you mean? I mean, specifically have a reef made out of you. Reef? reef. Like a coral reef? For fishes. But you're not a coral. No. I didn't say coral reef. You said coral reef. I said reef. Well, okay, then yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. You can. There is a company in Weymouth in the UK and other and companies around the world that do this where no they, they make artificial reefs using things including... Uh, people's ashes and then it becomes a sustainable thingy for fishies in the sea under the sea under the sea darling it's better down where it's wet and take it from me mm, okay what's wrong with that that's good isn't no, it it's, well I just I've never heard of that it seems a bit strange you anyway. haven't heard of loads of stuff you haven't heard of yeah. the stuff in funerals quiz yet mate okay. what about <laughs> making a vinyl record out of you Oh, I bet you can do that. I bet you can do that. Oh, I'd like to do that. Yes, you have can little Dave that. spinning around. I would definitely have a big smiling face in the middle, spinning around, and then I'd spend loads of money on a really good <laughs> stylus. So I tickled you just how you like it. What song would I play? Oh, um, I could do my mating call, couldn't I? Go back and listen to the end of the last episode. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Uh, what about if I die? Could you cuddle me? My ashes, that is. Your ashes, can say, well, at first I could cuddle you if you died, but it might oh. then get a bit unhygienic bit after morbid. that. Yeah. Um, your ashes, cuddle your ashes. So what mm. would they be turned into to make them cuddleable? Um, like a teddy bear? Yes, that's right. Oh, you can buy a teddy bear inside which is the ashes of a loved one, or indeed not a loved one, if you fancy it, or indeed... The thing about so many of these things yeah. is they're lovely ideas <laughs> until your stepdad's terrier comes to visit and tears, for instance, teddy bear limb from limb. And like, it's like, don't, no, that's... Oh, God, that's Dave. That's just gone everywhere. It would be sad, kind of quite funny. You know, you'd look back at it and laugh eventually, but in the moment, it would be sad... It would be sad. Well, not as funny. as You'll have noticed that all of these are actually things you can do. And the yeah. most amazing one is you can use, Dave, to shoot someone in the face. <laughs> I can turn you into a bullet. Yep. Like a shotgun sort of cartridge or something. Yep. According to the company, whose name is My Holy Smoke, and they're based in America. Um, God, you- obviously. I mean... <laughs> Yes, obviously yes, they're based in, the in America. America. <laughs> uh, you can have the peace of mind that you can continue to protect your family and home even after you are gone. Um, wow. So there we are. Yeah, and they claim that there is a much smaller ecological footprint caused by using ashes than by using conventional gunpowder. So they claim to be doing their bit for the environment. By they are. Into, no, they are. That's a bit like when BAE Systems famously did um, environmentally friendly bullets or ammunition. Like lead-free ammunition or something. <laughs> oh, every, thanks, guys. Every little counts, Hol. <laughs> every little counts. Uh, 
Um, and then, of course, the, the one other thing that we haven't talked about really is it is possible for Dave's ashes to leave this earth entirely. Ooh, what, like, you can go in Elon Musk's Tesla that got launched into space, his roadster. Uh, Yeah. Booming market amongst your um, space tourist lot, your Musks and your Richard Branson's, booming market in taking people's ashes up into space and hoiking it out. I mean, fine, but... That's what they did with that bloke, uh, Gene Roddenberry, who invented Star Trek. I think his ashes are up in space. But that makes sense. Like, you don't. Th- so you don't think it makes sense for Dave to get put in space? Not really. Like, you know, given how much that presumably costs, be like, not, not a fuel involved. That's for sure. <laughs> Can we just have like scattered his ashes on the turf at Brentford or something? You know, that would make sense. Or put him in a clarinet and then blown him. Um, <laughs> Happy up for that. <laughs> Imagine the finale of one of your gigs. <laughs> and now. <laughs> so you'll see some of those have got quite high environmental footprints at the moment, specifically. What, launching you into space? Yes, <laughs> I'd imagine that does have quite a high environmental footprint. If you are a listener to Sustainable and you want to know genuinely how you can do your bit after you've popped your clogs, do not put yourself up in space. That is bad for the planet, which won't bother you because you won't be on the planet no more. You'll be halfway to Uranus. Now, you mentioned earlier open pyres. You mentioned the idea of yes. bodies on pyres. Interesting one, this. And I, I, I think I have this right, but it's a bit tricky. Now, in the UK, it is technically legal to have outdoor open pyres, fires that you put people on, which, as you will probably know, is an important part of some Hindu and Sikh traditions. Right? Yes. Happens a lot in India. Happened, a, Unfortunately, it happened a vast amount during the COVID pandemic, right? Like, you know, a lot of... I do of remember that. seeing that a lot, seeing some aerial shots of that happening at scale uh, with COVID victims, which is all a bit sobering. Yes, I do yes. remember that. Now, yeah. there was a test case that a guy took in... 2010 in the UK for the permission to do this, which I th- I think what happened was he was given permission to when he dies to be buried in that way. And he hasn't died yet, and in any event, um, planning permission has not yet been obtained for it. But um, it is now, I think, technically legal to do that in the UK. It does happen in the USA, but just in one place. And there's all sorts of sort of reasons why it's limited, you know, like air quality and sort of needing it to be in a building, not outside and all this sort of stuff. But um, yes, that is technically a thing you can do. Right, okay, coming in now. Those are the standard ways. We've already also talked about turning into soil. We've talked about that. It's the thing you can do in the USA and they're fairly confident it'll happen over here at some um, so what I, I mean, would... that is just burial, though. I know, I know they're yeah. doing it faster and like a bit gimmicky and stuff. But like, that is literally what happens when you're buried in the ground. That's but kind of up. the point. Yes. Yep. 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 So yes, exactly. There's nothing massively controversial about it. So give me some other ones. All there are still quite a few other things you can do with a with body. a dead body. Oh, it's gone. Yep. Blimey. In, um, and, and remember, this is in the UK. But and mostly US. the US. Okay, yes. right. Uh, cryogenic freezing. Very good. Yes, indeed. Oh, now what do you know about that? Very little, 
Uh, it features in a f- film. It features in a lot of films. Yes. Usually a baddie uh, is cryogenically frozen. Bambi? What did you say? N- no, a baddie. Bambi doesn't Bambi. Usually Bambi. Amazing how they managed to shoehorn that into so many different plots. But yeah, here's Bambi. Uh, no, a baddie, usually a baddie uh, who is, you know, intent on coming back uh, to do dastardly things later on in uh, time and they are frozen. And it's essentially you're just kind of, you're put in a deep freeze. Like everything pauses, but it doesn't die or stop. Um, and then you're brought back to life. So how how does that work with people who are dead, though? What do you mean? Well, cryogenic freezing is of people who aren't dead. It's like no, it's when you're dead. This is what I don't understand. Are you dead? Yes. Well, then that's not what I understood cryogenic freezing to be because I thought cryogenic freezing was you're sort of, you're alive and then they put you into a sort of torpid, frozen state. No, I think that's killing. I think that's killing someone. And then you can be reanimated later down the line. Now, look, I could be wrong about this because an expert on all of this stuff, I am not, right? But I am pretty sure that there is a, an ethical chasm between <laughs> freezing a dead body and freezing a living one in terms of what you'd be allowed to do. And even in America, <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to chuck people in the freezer and charge them a grand a year for the privilege. Look, they have packed the Supreme Court with <laughs> ice. <laughs> with ice. Right. What is cryogenic freezing with pictures? Click. Um, he froze himself because he was sick and there was no cure. Are they working on one? Oh, they found it, but don't tell them. This is way cheaper than a nursing home. Yeah, anyway, so you pay, when you die, you pay up to $200,000. This is obviously an American thing um, for the privilege. And then uh, you pay more if you want your entire body frozen or you pay less if you just want your head frozen. (laughs) Suffice it to say, and then you pay an annual fee, obviously an in-trust pays for it. And suffice it to say, as of yet, we have no idea if it is even possible to bring these frozen bodies back to life we certainly haven't done it but that's why i don't understand they're dead of course you can't bring them back to life they're dead no but that's the point the people are doing it because at some point future magic technology might be able to take a a, a corpse that was frozen immediately after death in the same way as you can bring people back from death like you know you can people can die and then come back okay okay so the idea is there are people who go like Right, there are people who go, now you finally catch up. There are, there are people who go like, oh, maybe 100,000 years from now, humanity will have the ability to bring me back. Therefore, I'm up for paying for that. That's what it is. I see, yeah. Uh, so the thing I've just opened uh, opens with a thing saying, for instance, a teenager who tragically died of cancer recently has become the latest among a tiny but growing number of people to be cryogenically frozen after death. These individuals hope that advances in science will one day allow them to be woken up. I get it. All right, Dave. Makes sense. God, sorry, a bit slow today. Right, go on then. What else you got? Come on, you got some other ones? What else you got? America. What would you do if you're an American death person? Um, You must must be able to be turned into some sort of um, horrific food stuff. You must... Surely America has found a way to to turn you into a burger. It's not on my list. I'm not saying that is not the case. Think even America is not mad keen on cannibalism. Well, you, you say that. But. Um, that. Well, there's a big chunk. I'm going to say it, there's a big chunk, a big category you haven't got, which I would have expected you to get, which is to donate yourself to science. Um, so to yes scientific inquiry in in one of three different ways that's not really like dealing with 
your body after death. That's just bits of your body being useful. And then I bet you are still then burnt or buried or something. That that to me doesn't seem like the process of dealing with a body. That's just well, kind of... It depends. So if you're, you're partially right. So you can donate your body. You can donate your entire body to medical science in the UK. You can do it. You can find your local medical school. They'll all have forms where you can say, if I die, you can be donated to medical science. And as far as I know, in principle, like your entire body could be used for something. Like you signed a form that goes, I give you my entire body, right? So, yeah. you know, it certainly would have been the case in the old days. I assume it still is that there is the need for you know, recently deceased people to be used in medical training and stuff. I don't know. I don't, yeah. you know, for example... Yeah, no, how, sure, it must be, because yeah. otherwise how would you learn how to right. there you be are. a mortician or be an um, autopsy person? Yeah. So, uh, more interestingly, have you ever... Do you know what I mean if I say body worlds? Oh, is that that um, exhibition with the crazy uh, dude who, like... Um, yeah, sort of half... Sort of cross-sections of bodies mm. displayed... In a crazy world. He was a mad he's a man with a hat. You never Gunter. trust people who wear hats that much. Gunter someone his name was. That's right. Um and, and the technique is called plastination. Which is what that body worlds thing was. So yeah, it was, it was an exhibition. It still goes. It is an exhibition around the world, loads and loads of places, of human corpses which have been plasticized, basically like frozen sort in of, sort of filled with plastic stuff i guess a bit like damien hurst with the shark don't know for sure um and then you come to the exhibition is for people to come and see inside bodies it's like it is education it's science in that sense it's what it it is as as well as being a bit sort of ooey and gooey but that is what that is now i suppose like modern audiences might be a bit shocked by that but i bet that sounds like precisely the sort of thing that people did in the olden days i mean for goodness sake People were, once they'd been knocked off, they had their heads displayed on spikes outside places where they'd been knocked off, didn't they? So I bet there was much more sort of public display of dead bodies in one form yeah. in the olden days. And we're all a bit prudish now. Yeah, totally. I mean, I was listening to um, a very, very good podcast. I do recommend it uh, called The Rest is History. Um, and not being again, I'm happy to give a company that isn't paying us a plug. And they did an episode about crucifixion, which, let me tell you, Ol, is not the barrel ass I thought it was. Right? <laughs> <laughs> <And> what, <laughs> what precisely about crucifixion did you think was lol-tastic? Well, I think Monty Python might have influenced me too much. In that <laughs> no, basically, that like what we think of as crucifixion, which is fairly nasty, was like it got much nastier than that. They did much nasty, nasty stuff. But of course, part of the point a crucifixion was to sort of have a body on display and for yeah, people to kind yeah. of witness it. Well, it's a deterrent, it. isn't right. it? It's, it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's a means of control uh, and instilling fear in a um, potentially rebellious population. That's the whole point. Miserable, miserable, drawn-out death on full display, which sends a pretty clear message of don't you nick our petunias again, otherwise we'll do this. And speaking of death on full display, now this one is interesting. Again, in the category of donating yourself to science, only exists, I think, in one place in Texas and possibly in the world. And the entirety of what this may be wrong. Is, I it, think, a bar- is it barbecuing people? No, it isn't. It's, it's Texas. No, it isn't. Te- it isn't barbecuing people. It's forensic science. It's, so it's studying decompositions. So they have things called body farms, otherwise known as leaving people outside in various weathers, leaving corpses outside in various weathers to find I have out heard about that yeah. to find out what happens to them. Because it's very important, isn't it? Because if you're trying to solve a crime and you have very little evidence other than like 
dead person, then understanding what happens to diff- dead people under different conditions can tell you a little bit more about how they might have died. Right. Very important. Yeah. And people are like as you know, as societies are changing in size, then what we once knew about decomposition may no longer apply. And yeah, apparently this one place in Texas. Well, as in like physical size, you mean like as yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as the average size and weight of people is it's getting bigger, so therefore, yeah. you know, what, what we assumed about how long yeah, a body yeah, takes yeah. to break down. So they have to keep doing it, basically. And, and what, the entirety, it said in this thing I read, of kind of what the world knows about, I mean, it's maybe a Western-centric view, but what the world knows about, like, oh, it looks like they died two and a half hours ago, it comes from the knowledge generated by this one place in Texas, which is a, a place Whoa. that does it. Yeah. How about that? Crazy. Don't want learning lots. Can we do this every week where uh, I do absolutely no prep and you do loads and teach me things? The final thing, and this is my favourite thing of all, um, and like I said, there are probably more, but of, of the list I made, this is an actual thing. When actor Luke Perry died in 2019 off of Beverly Hills 90210, if you remember that, very sad. I remember the show, but I don't remember. Yeah, he died. Perry. It was very sad. And there was lots of lots of people of my acquaintance who had grown up watching that who were very upset and did some crying, some of them not a million miles away from me right now. Interesting. Um, he was buried in a thing called, and I'm not making this up, a mushroom death suit. <laughs> Golly. Um... Okay. Now, is that something which is kind of infused with a lot of um, of fungi, uh, which which then because I mean fungi on the forest floor—that's what they're doing, isn't it? They're, n- they're munching munching through all the dead uh, plant matter in order that the forest isn't covered in dead plant. So. I presume this is the same principle, right? You've got a exactly. s- effectively mushrooms munching yeah. through dead human matter. That's it. You get covered in mushrooms which eat, quote unquote, hair and skin. And so you're covered in those mushrooms and then you get covered in like, on top of that, they put spores that kind of mm-hmm. accelerate it. Don't know how it works. It's a thing. There's a, there's a TED talk from 10 years ago from the uh, woman who invented it, which is well worth listening to. It's very, very interesting stuff. It's a thing. It's not even, I mean, it's not that controversial. It's just a way of, you know, kind of, a thing you wear when you are buried but but it's it's a distinct kind of process oh Okay, oh, so just to finish off, here are three more things, and you tell me whether or not you are allowed to do these things, right? Um, stuffing people. Can I stuff... Oh. Ooh. Like taxidermy. It's old dermy, yeah. Old dermy. Taxi Davy. Oh, I bet. I'd imagine, no, I imagine you're not allowed to do that. Because I think surely there would be examples of that around. But I bet it has been done. It has been well, done. Well, I've, yeah. I've been to. Oh, no, I haven't. No, I was thinking that there's a famous museum in, in Oxford called the Pitt Rivers Museum, which has got shrunken heads in it, but that's just shrunken heads. They're not stuffed. Um, but when you think about all of those stuffed animals, yeah. it must be physically, uh, it must be very feasible to do it with, with humans. It is feasible. It, it, it is not allowed. It was done a fair bit. It's horrible business, actually. It was done a fair bit in like a kind of freak show context so in kind of like there was this one example of of a woman in the 19th century who was kind of taken really horrible stuff she was really hairy and so she was like the hairy ape woman or something and when she died 
the, the she was stuffed and you know her body it's, it's i think her body is it was only about five years ago put to rest and it was, she was in a norwegian museum for ages and was only put to rest quite recently um so it has happened but no you're not allowed to do to do that i mean can you imagine also like what a taxidermied owl would actually look like <laughs> I think I look more and more like a taxidermy doll <laughs> would look like after the last two years of basically not moving. Do you think David Cameron looks like a taxidermy David Cameron? <laughs> yes. I regret that we lost the campaign. I regret I let expectations about the negotiation run far too high. Uh, I regret some of the individual decisions. Are you allowed in the UK or USA to just leave someone in the mountains for the vultures and the birds? Well, yes, if it's... Uh, like if it's a mountain where you're mountaineering and it's not safe to get someone off, then yeah, uh, there's probably not any examples of that in the UK, but there must be mountains in America, particularly in Alaska, which yes. are so big that you can't, you just can't like get somebody down if they die up there. Yeah. Okay. But that's a slightly distinct thing from me actually taking you up to the mountains. Oh, right. Yeah. No, there. Well, I'm I mean, sure uh, that's not allowed. Basically, no, but that's called sky burial. And it's very important in a lot of cultures, like in Tibet, for example. It's a, it's a, a thing that happens quite a lot. The corpses are just kind of left for. But taken up the there. Birds. So you, yeah, you, even if you there. die down low, you're taken up high. Oh, yeah. I don't think it was any really down low in Tibet, really. But yes, that's basically. Well, no, okay. But like, basically, right. If yes. you're on the plateau and then, <laughs> and then you go up the side of Mount Everest, actually, Mount Everest isn't on the plateau. Is it? Shut up. Okay, one last time. These are small, but the ones out there are far away. And final one, is this a thing that happens or not? A thing called Promesian. Promesian? Promesian. Uh, which you won't know what it is, but it's basically to freeze-dry somebody, oh. vibrate them to a powder, and then, to, <laughs> and then to treat that powder like ashes. So basically you've then got, you know, desiccated all. Is that allowed? Um, I... Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Why? Because you can imagine desiccated all accidentally getting put into, you know. <laughs> well, Sugar there'll be fair fast food chains who are looking for the latest thing to, you know, bulk out a product. <laughs> <laughs> Very low cost. All protein shake. Corn fructose. What is it called? A high fructose corn syrup or whatever is getting a bit expensive. And they're mm. like... Quite a few desiccated owls around. Can we just, you know, just pop in a forearm? Um, so you're not allowed to do that because it doesn't exist. But um, oh. <laughs> but there is a Swedish person, I think, who reckons they can do it. It's just they haven't actually done it. And there are companies in America that are trying to get people to sign up for this thing, which doesn't actually exist yet. So that may very well at some point be a thing. Capitalism will find a way, Dave. Yeah. Don't worry about it. I mean, I think like different cultures must have different. Um, obviously, we'll have different views about all this. But like, I I am squeamish about some things, quite a few things, I guess. I'm I'm not in the least bit squeamish about what happens to my body after I'm dead. It will be when I, you see what I do to it, mate. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I find I I do find it a bit strange that people would say oh no way is you know is, uh, is that happening to my body is mushrooms taking over my body or worms taking over my body or whatever like so but you're dead what 
You did. Well, I mean, obviously, different cultures, both you know, globally and also inside our culture, have different views about the spirit's relationship to the body and whether there is such a thing as a spirit and where you go when you die and all of that sort of stuff. Hey? Yeah, and you know, and also, you know, I, I do those, actually, I do have an opinion. Views, so, though, do you not like... have an opinion? Then? Do you not have an opinion on what should happen to your body? Because I want to ask you. Basically, the thing I want to ask you is, of all of those things, which is the one that you want? Space. You want the one that <laughs> I want the uses worst a massive amount of fossil fuels planetary impact yeah. in order to then just burn up. He that's died as he lived, not saving the planet. I think <laughs> that's why I want. Um, no, I don't really want space. I think d- d- this doesn't make for very good radio, but I think I'm in violent agreement with you. Something that immediately puts me back into the earth from whence we came and potentially helps something else grow like a tree or whatever. But I don't I don't feel the need to to be identified. I don't want like So your thing is a bit actually your thing's a bit posy. What's my you? Thing? Well you're like, "Hey, make sure there's a big tree that grows out. That's like the Dave tree so everyone can come and like worship Dave and say, "Oh, it wasn't Dave lovely like this tree and didn't his fruit smell all citrusy?" Uh Oh, wasn't his blossom magnificent? Like you just want you want a long line of Babel listeners to come and like pay homage to the dearly departed Dave. Whereas I, on the other hand, couldn't give a crap where if there's I don't want anything actually marking me. I just want to be in the ground somewhere feeding the worms and you know happy. Right, that is just about it. We are done for this episode. Um, This episode will now be put in a casket and burned, or indeed fired into space. Uh, Thank you very much, Dave, for teaching me all about the fascinating ways in which it is or isn't okay to die. Mm. Uh, And thank you very much to uh, Dickie Moore for the music that begins, ends and intertwinkles this podcast. And, of course, to Arthur Stovall for the artwork that adorns this podcast, including on our t-shirts which can be bought from www.sustainababble.fish You can get in touch with us and tell us what you thought of the show and point out all the things we got wrong, particularly if you are an undertaker Um, Or indeed dead, if you're dead Yes, do particularly get in touch if you're dead Um, You can contact us at hello at sustainababble.fish You can find us on Twitter at the Babble Wagon or we're on Facebook, just search Sustainababble, yes? Yeah, and if you're dead you can presumably just use a a medium of some sort Very good, and speaking of mediums, if you like what you hear please do give us a 5 star rating and a review on your podcast medium of choice, and please do consider chucking in to support the running costs of your Babble, if you like your Babble at wobblywobblywobbly.patreon.com slash sustainababble so, yeah, there will be a joke at the end of this week's episode. So if you would uh, like to just stay and listen to that joke, well, that way you won't affect our stats of people logging off early. So, But just to warn you, that is happening uh, in about 30 seconds' time. <laughs> right, that's that's it. Uh, I'm off to not hopefully die. Bye! Bye! Yes, 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 oh, yes. 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 Oh. Do you think when uh, people are? Do you think if? Yes. Hmm. Oh. Hey. Oh. When uh, people are buried in mushroom death suits, mm. do you think at the funeral they say he was a, he fun, was a fun guy, guy. in life? Yeah. And in death, he's also a f- 
fun fun guy. Yeah, no, I, I I think they probably do say that. Disappointingly, I suppose it's better than being buried in a casket because there's not mushroom in there. Oh, I was trying to work out how you could do that. That's very good. 